Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. The sun is shining, the birds are singing, it's Dave from Real, and thanks for joining me on the podcast once again. Every week I aim to bring you five or ten minutes of real estate information that I hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars in your property journey. So why are people avoiding units, apartments and townhouses? The pushback against higher density housing over recent years has not stopped them being built in ever-increasing numbers. Whatever happened to the traditional Aussie-sized backyard? The era of post-war prosperity that pervades our suburbs is quickly fading as the rush to subdivide engulfs our suburban streets. In 1975, the average house size was about 110 square metres of living area, with an average block size of about 750 square metres. Now, the average house size is around 220 square metres, and the average block size is only around 400 square metres. As you can see, the entire character of our suburbs has changed dramatically in less than a generation, and it appears now that there is a genuine backlash brewing. It's coming from the market that are avoiding higher density and are paying a premium for a smaller home on a larger allotment. Call it nostalgia for a time long gone by or abiding by the best principles in real estate, which of course is to acquire as much land as possible. But what is undeniable is that flats, units, apartments and townhouses have been in a slump for some time. You can refer to my blog from some two years or so ago on the subject where I interviewed award-winning real estate agents from across the city to gather their views on the market and all were in agreement that the units and townhouses were struggling even back then, so indicating the positive news about increased property values across Adelaide demonstrates a two-speed marketplace. So houses are performing strongly and all this against the inertia of a sluggish high density marketplace. The good news for buyers is that there is some great value on offer if you're prepared to go two story or live in a group of eight of very similar style of homes. Older flats from the inner suburban rim can be bought for close to what they sold for 10 years ago, whilst the house that might be just next door has seen double digit growth in that same period of time. Naturally, lifestyle is more than just where you live. It is what you live in. And it appears buyers are willing to stretch financially to ensure that they have some land around them. And this will be exacerbated in the years to come as more and more larger allotments succumb to the surveyor's acts. I just think that having a decent sized allotment is how humans prefer to live. It's tied up with our innate love of lawn somehow. I think it's intrinsically a part of our DNA. Get as much land as you can financially and physically afford. It seems to be the mantra we hold dear to. I often speak to older residents of a street of a home that I might may be selling in, lamenting that once upon a time ago, it was a lovely street, only to suggest that the increased development in the area has led to overcrowding, making it hard for visitors to find a park in their street. In councils, well, they love all of this subdividing going on. It appears that it offers built up near city councils 
an opportunity to unlock revenue growth that would never otherwise be available to them. This leads to higher population, more economic activity, and so on. But it all comes at a very real cost, one that may take decades to fully appreciate. But the effects are real and being felt now. It would appear that instinctually buyers are staying away from the higher density houses in spite of their great comparable value. The housing affordability crisis becomes real when the leap for first home buyers into their family or their forever home becomes so great that they are forced to raise their families in these heavily populated housing precincts. The social implications of this are great and are on display all around the world for all to see. The promise of the Australian dream is of a more relaxed lifestyle. I feel in part that relaxed lifestyle has been because unlike almost everywhere else in the Western world, we did not overindulge in the construction of housing projects in the same way and in the same scale as seen almost everywhere else. Our post-war era was one of suburban expansion and a sense of freedom that having your own quarter acre allotment imbues in people was a big part of that era. So as the market turns off of apartments, townhouses, and areas like Bowdoin struggle to take off, then demand is remaining high wherever big suburban blocks can be had. After all, God is not making any more land. So if you can get your slice of suburban paradise, go get it now, but you're gonna have to be quick. I'm Dave from Real. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast once again, and I look forward to speaking with you next week. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Dave Stoverage Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes, and we look forward to bringing you more next week.